It's time to start breaking down the recruiting class of 2023, at least in the summer sense. Who are some players that are exciting, who have some high upsides, and who would I love to see BC get to close out this class? All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free on LinkedIn.com slash Locked On College. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so the class of 2023 at time of recording has 16 commitments and two uh, secret commitments, kids that have yet to announce, but will be pledging to BC in the near future. Now, today's show is not just to go over and recap. This is my um, my superlatives for this class during the summer months. Who are the three players that excite me the most about Boston College's recruiting class? And I'm not just going by star system. I'm going by what they could bring, what I've seen, what I've heard, and what they could um, produ- produce for the Boston College Eagles. So I have three names of players that I think are the most exciting and explosive or um, overall good players that are going to evolve into regular starters for BC. So my first one. Antonio Cotman Jr. We're going to go, this is a relative relativity bias here because Cotman is, at the time of this recording, the most recent commitment for the Eagles other than uh, Falae Poa, the linebacker. He is from Virginia, and why do I get excited about this kid? He has, I think, the complete package to become the next shutdown cornerback for Boston College. He's 6'2". He's got good size, he's physical, and he's got that swagger that you want in a defensive back. You want a guy that is good size, physical, and swagger. You get that whole package in Antonio Cotman Jr. Now, he's a kid that is on Twitter all the time, uh, taught, and you see pictures of him with NFL-level cornerbacks, college quarterback, cornerbacks, excuse me. He is everywhere. What I like most about Cotman is that I think he's going to come in and be an immediate um, contributor for BC. After this season, Josh DeBerry is going to go to the NFL. Uh, obviously, I think he has one more year of uh, eligibility left, but he's going to go. I mean, this kid, DeBerry is going to be um, you know, a second-day draft pick. He should go. So you're going to have some spots available. And, of course, Halfley has done a nice job of um, building up the depth chart at cornerback. But Cotman, I think will be a guy that will be... I'm not sure if he's going to enroll early. He hasn't said anything about that. But if he does, watch out for him. Because you got a guy right right there that is about ready to start the college level in terms of playing, you know, he's got he's got the whole college package already. He he's he's ready to evolve there and and, and take that next step. It, it, he's not a kid that needs to put on thirty pounds or get better at technique or he's sloppy here and there. This kid is 
right at that baseline where you bring him in, you coach him up, he'll be ready to roll. So Antonio Cotman is one of my three I'm most excited about. Another player that I am really excited about for this team is going to stay in the defensive back realm anyways is Khalil Ali. Again, this kid, I I was stunned that BC was able to keep him here. And I think that 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 shows what the staff is able to do to get their message across in a way that even good, solid recruits, I mean, Khalil Ali is a four-star on multiple uh, recruiting sites. He chose Boston College over some really good programs, you know, Louisville, West Virginia, and I know he has connections at both programs, so it was a big get. Why I like Ali is he reminds me a lot of Jaden Woodbay. He is a safety, again, big. Another guy with good size, which we've said on this podcast a lot, is something that Jeff Halfley really values. But I think his versatility and his violence is what's going to really um, bring him to that to that forefront. Now, he can play safety. You can line him up at safety just like Woodbay. You can also put him in the box. You can make him a linebacker. He's big enough that you can have him line up at linebacker and be that hybrid type player. So with Ali... You've get you've got some depth there, and I like what Halfley is doing with that position. I mean, look at the guys that he's putting into this position. It shows you the speed, and Ali is a quick dude too. I think that's another thing that's really important to note. He get he you know since he's been here, this position has evolved. You now have I mean, you went from guys like Mike Palmer, who's a good solid, he's a solid player. Say what you will about him, you know, Jamin Muse, guys like that, more of the traditional. Uh, safeties to guys like Jaden Woodbay, who's speed to Sayone Hala last year, another linebacker uh, um, hybrid to even Cam Arnold, who can do both. You get these guys like that, and now you add Ali. You're starting to build some depth there, and that gives you a lot that you can do because you can you can put in multiple hybrids if you need to. You can do a whole bunch of different things with these kids, and it it, it showcases the 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 ascendance the progression of this position with Jeff Halfley and I love Ali I I think this is one I in terms of my favorite gets so far this year gets you know guys that are committed to BC Khalil Ali is my favorite I'll put that out right now I'm not putting my three right now uh, in terms of production in any specific order I'm giving you just three of them right now Khalil Ali is my favorite he's one you need to watch for um I think you know he's a New Jersey guy which was a huge um, positive because BC hasn't really um, been super competitive in New Jersey. It, it seems like Rutgers is eating their lunch a little bit. But I think Khalil Ali, you know, he was a top five, I think, in the state. This is a big get for BC. And I think he's going to commit and be a very valuable contributor for Boston College for years to come. Then my final, I promise you, will not be on the uh, defensive backs. My final really exciting player I am excited to see on campus is Montrell Wade, the wide receiver from Texas. Um, just like I like that Jeff Halfley brings defensive backs in in their in his style, and immediately when you see guys connected to what Halfley is looking for, you're like, oh yeah, I want that guy, right? I love this connection with wide receivers from Texas. You know, they have... Jaden Williams now. Montrell Wade is as good on paper as what, what you got from Williams. He is a lengthy receiver. He's at 6'1", 182. He's a track star. Um, watching his film, this is a kid that can jump 
That was what stood out to me. This kid can get up and get the ball. Like, I see, when I look at Montrell Wade, wide receiver one right there. Like, he is a guy you could have as your lead wide receiver year in and year out. Um, And it goes back to that Texas breeding, right? Uh, Breeding, I hate that word. That's not the right one. The Texas uh, systems that these players come up in. There's just something about playing high school ball in Texas that's very different than playing high school ball anywhere else in the country. Now, you can make your arguments. Some of the other states, like Georgia or even like Florida, is right there with them. Louisiana, I know there's a good because good programs, but Texas is a world of its own in terms of the way that they produce college football players. And we saw that with Jaden Williams last year, who I, I'm telling you, I think will take a big leap. But Montrell Wade. I, I, you know, he came, BC is starting to really make that push in, in Texas. They're offering a ton of kids down there. And Wade is one of the few that has committed this year. I, there's a couple, you know, their, their quarterback, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But I love how Wade looks on film. And I think he is exciting as well. Now, in a moment, those were a three that I'm like, those are studs. These are guys that are going to be major contributors for BC. Who are three players that we're going to look at now that have huge upsides but need some coaching to get there? I'll get into who those three are in just a moment. Now, as the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs make it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs help you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Create a job uh, post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond in the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. With simple tools like screening questions, it makes it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview in hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Locked On Boston College. This is a big recruiting episode. I know a lot of you folks out there like this when we kind of get into the recruits, hearing a little bit about it, especially now that I am the publisher of Eagle Insider, part of the 247 network. I am really connected into the whole recruiting world, I started it with you know BC Bulletin, but really I'm now part of a network of real good recruiting experts, and you're going to start to hear a lot more about recruiting for me, so hopefully you enjoy this kind of stuff. But the first segment, we talked about exciting players, guys that you, you know could be suiting up as true freshmen. This segment, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about players that have high upsides but need a little bit more tuning or... Um, they may just need, may need a year or two to get themselves rolling. And that first player I'm going to look at is, a, we're going to stay down in the deep in the heart of Texas, is quarterback Jacoby Robinson. Now, Jacoby Robinson is a class of 23, of course, is what we're talking about here. He's from Texas. He's a three-star. Um, he, was, he opened some eyes at that elite 11 quarterback challenge. Now, if you don't know what the elite 11 quarterback challenge is, it's where the best quarterbacks in the country all, you know, they have regionals where they try to get to the the finals and the finals is always like big names. Like think like our, you know, 
Trevor Lawrence, Bryce Young, all the big names, and Caleb Williams, I think, won a couple years ago. All these big-name college quarterbacks are always in it. Now, Jacoby Robinson was not... I didn't expect to to get to the finals. And he didn't. He didn't get past the original round. But what he did do, a lot of folks were noticing. John Garcia of SI, and he's been on our show a bunch, was down there and said, you know, he's got a lot. He's got an explosive arm. He's got good size. You know, I think he's 6'3", 6'4". And he just looks like he's he's got it. Now, he is not the polished type of quarterback. Like, next year when he gets on campus, I don't expect him to beat out guys that have been on campus. Whether it's, you know, I imagine Emmett Moorhead will be the quarterback after Jakovic graduates. But Jacoby Robinson, with some work, you know, with... Uh, Steve Shimko, the quarterback co- uh, coordinator, and and with Halfley and uh, John McNulty, he should start to develop. And if they can get him to that next level, I think you're going to start to see some interesting quarterback um, races coming up in a couple of years in terms of the depth chart. Because I love what I see with Robinson and what I've heard. Like, good arm, accurate. You know, it's going to take him a little bit of time. And that's okay. You have Moorhead hopefully ready for next year. You got Moorhead for a couple of years, then you bring in Robinson or Peter Delaportis, the quarterback that committed in 2022. So you have some times for him to develop, but I think his upside's good. I really like his upside, and he—I don't want to say he reminds me of Jakovic, but he's got the build and and this and similar ability to move like Jakovic. So if you like that kind of style of football, you're gonna like Jacoby Robinson. That's one name to watch for. Another name is the uh, wide receiver Nate Rob. Uh, Nate Johnson, excuse me, from Florida. Now, every person I've talked to, he's another, He's probably the fastest player on this roster right now, unless Roderick Pleasant uh, commits, uh, the cornerback from California. Nate Johnson is a wide receiver. He was a defensive back and wide receiver in high school. Um, I look at what he does, and I imagine that his recruiting pitch was, hey, how's it going, Mr. Johnson? How would you like to be the next Zay Flowers? Now, there's only one Zay Flowers, but this kid is electric on the field. While Montrell Wade is probably a bit more polished in terms of being a wide receiver and being ready to play, Nate Johnson is a burner. This kid is quick. He's the type of player that you get out there and you get the ball to no matter what and let him do his thing. Now, I don't see him as polished as Wade. I think he needs a little bit more time to work, so I don't expect him to be on the field immediately, but he, I, weirder things have happened, right? So I think he might take a little bit of time to, to pick up the, the speed of college football. Maybe a year or two down the line, you're going to start hearing the name Nate Johnson all the time. And finally, the other person I cannot wait to see on campus and see what he could become is offensive guard Michael Krauntz. Michael Krauntz comes to Boston College from DeMatha Catholic in Maryland, the same school that BC's had a couple of recruits come from. Um, obviously, he has a connection with Azar Abdul Rahim, who is the master of recruiting down that area. Um, he ha- you know, I love what this kid can do. Uh, he's an offensive guard. He's 6'5", 310 pounds right now. Um, and and I, again, when, you, when you're looking at offensive linemen, mo- in most cases, you don't want them out there as true freshmen, unfortunately for 2022, BC's going to have some guys out there that are pretty raw. But Krauntz is needed at a position right now that I think BC is kind of raw at, right? 
they don't have many guards on this roster. You know, as as I've mentioned, when Mahogany went down, the 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 list of potential players was pretty short, right? So I think Crowns, you know, Mahogany already said he's coming back in 2023. He said that in his ESPN interview when he went down with his injury. BC is going to have a need for guards, I think, soon. And, I, you know, two years is perfect, right? So if Crowns comes in next year, 223, he takes a year off, and I'm sure there'll probably be a player, like, you know, ready to, 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 to take that spot in a year or two. He's a name, I think, that could be starting at guard for BC for three years. I think he's that good. Um, you know, he's a three-star recruit, but he had good offers. Uh, you know, I know that Pitt wanted him, and there was a couple other ACC schools that were interested. He's a solid get. And just like every offensive lineman, I think, with BC, I think it's just going to take him a couple years. And once you see that, you'll see him grow into the offensive lineman that you need at guard at Boston College. So those are our three. Three players, I think... That are exciting, and I'm not. I'm, this is not to dismiss any of the other recruits that are rec- are committed here. I mean, there's other guys I could have gone over, like Falahe Poa, um, who I'm again. I'm so sorry if I'm messing his name up. I Falahe Poa, excuse me, get his name mixed up. Linebacker from Bishop Gorman, love his play. Uh, and then there's some, you know, other players I think as well that could, you know, Sean Battle. I could talk about defensive backs all day with this group, but. I, you know, I had to make a list. I kept it short. I picked some players that I am interested in seeing, and those are my three for each. Some three best uh, probably impact players and three that are going to develop into some really solid players. In our final segment, BC's at 18 recruits. 16 if you want to just talk about the ones that are known. Who are three names I would love to see the Eagles land to kind of wrap up this class? I'll get into those three in just a moment. Now, Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action make sure to head over to bet online where the game starts locked on boston college aj black here uh thank you all for listening and thank you for everyone who has become a subscriber to you our youtube channel again subscribing on youtube is absolutely free does not cost you a cent if you have a computer or a phone with a youtube app or a web page on it you probably have an account you may not even know about it all you need to do is hit subscribe I'm going to be doing special episodes. I haven't been able to do many because there hasn't been any news lately. Um, but next uh, during this week, uh, if there's something that pops up that's interesting and it's worthy of a bonus episode, it's going exclusively to YouTube. So you want to make sure you become a subscriber. Just hit that subscribe button. And uh, if there's a little bell there, if you hit that, you'll know when I go live with some new stuff. Okay. Now, BC, as I said, 16 commitments. 18 if you consider two silent commitments who have not been announced. If this class was to end on a positive note, if everything goes the way it is supposed to play, you know, to get them over that hump, to make it close to a top 25 program, who would be three players I would love to see commit? Now, these are realistic plans. 
I'm not going to say guys like St. John Prep from Danvers, St. Uh, Joel, Jonel and Aguero. He's already said he's not interested in BC. Same thing with Samson Okunlola. He came in on an unofficial visit, um, but it looks like he's heading to Miami. He might have by the time I've recorded this. Who are three guys that they could get that would be so exciting that it would put this class into that, like, I feel really good about this cl- uh, the class of 2023? The first name that pops up, and a name I have talked about till my face turns blue, is Roderick Pleasant. Now, I saw Rivals.com is saying he's going to announce his top five soon, and I imagine Boston College is going to be in that since he took an official visit there. But I I am excited about the defensive backs class that they have coming in for class 23. Sean uh, Sean Battle, you know, I talked about Khalil Ali and Antonio Cotman. Pleasant would take it to the next level. This, As I've said, this kid broke the state of California's 100-meter race record as a high school student. He he would give you speed that you would not have anywhere else on this roster or in the history of this roster. Like, you get Zay Flowers, but, like, he's up there in that elite echelon. Now, my hope is that New Balance hears about this and says, we need to make him our, our, uh, you know... We need to sponsor him because he's got the speed. We can talk about our shoes. I, my fingers are crossed that New Balance gets involved in this somehow to get him here and, and gets him a little NIL deal to get him enticed. But he's also looking at some schools like Oregon, USC. So it's going to be a tough battle. But you, for all of you folks that really want some four stars, he's one of them. He's a top 100 recruit. And I've t- I'm telling you, I've talked to him. I, I called him on the phone about a week and a half ago. He he really likes BC. It's not it's not a joke. He's very into BC. So this is one you're going to want to watch. Speaking of four stars, the other four star I I think BC still has a chance with is athlete Ronan Hannafin. Now I say athlete, and usually you most most of the time you can kind of guess what they're going to be. It's either like oh he's going to be um, a, a safety or a wide receiver, you know, and then you could see by who they're recruited. Uh, with Hannafin, it could be anything <laughs> because. He is he's recruited as a linebacker for Boston College, but I know I've heard and he said that he's interested in playing wide receiver too. So it all depends on and and I'm sure BC would be fine saying yes to anything to him. He's a Massachusetts kid. He's from Cambridge, Mass. Uh, he goes to a local school. I mean, he is down to his top four, I believe, and it's Clemson, Alabama, Notre Dame, and Boston College. Now you'd look at that and go, "Whoa, there's no way he's gonna take pick BC over them." Fair. However, I I wonder, I don't think Alabama is as big into him as, just based off of what I've read and what he's said, I you know, I think Alabama has their certain types of guys. I don't think Hannafin's him. So I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit off on that one. I think the team to watch is Notre Dame. Notre Dame, I've seen a lot of pushing and I've seen graphics that players are pushing out that are clearly made by this team uh, to try to get him there. Um so I think the, the the Fighting Irish are the team to watch for. But don't I'm telling you, don't count out BC in this. BC is definitely in on Hannafin. And it's going to either be, in my opinion, if I was going to go one, two, three, I think it's going to, it's Notre Dame, BC, Clemson's right behind BC. So it could be any of those three schools. But, you know, again, you get Pleasant, you get, you get Hannafin, you get your four stars right there. Boom. You hit those out of the park. And then my final player to watch for is on the offensive line. And this is, I said Crouns was important at, at, at guard and Ryan uh, Mikau, a other offensive lineman, a versatile one I from uh, 
from St. Thomas Aquinas in Florida. Also very exciting to watch for. But I think that group would really kind of uh, come together and really solidify in terms of, of, of talent with Brandon Solis, an offensive tackle from Lipscomb Academy. And why... I like him. He's only a three-star, but he has 21 offers. He's got big ones like Indiana, Cincinnati, uh, you know, Maryland, Mississippi State, Purdue, Pitt, uh, West Virginia. He's got a bunch of offers. So he, he, for me, the reason why I like him, first of all, he's a big, giant tackle, and you can always use some of them. I love that. But he fits that mold that Jeff Halfley has been doing of grabbing players from power programs in high school. Lipscomb Academy also gave BC Alex Broom, the right running back who's going to be enrolling this summer. I love I love Halfley's uh, attention to these things because Lipscomb is, has produced some really good, solid NFL talent, uh, NCAA talent. And to get an offensive lineman from a group like that is an A-plus in my book. So I think BC's in good shape with him. I know he visited. I know he's big into the Eagles. So I think they could get him. He would be my final... Uh, like, you know, icing on the cake for this class of 23. And of course, there's other ones. There may be surprises here too, because that's that's the fun of following college football and uh, recruiting. Well, this is AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC or on Locked on BC. Again, make sure to follow us on our YouTube channel. It only takes two seconds, but makes a world of difference. And I think you'll enjoy some of the things that are going on on that uh, page. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you again soon.